listening to The Cube Cast. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Cube Cast. Uh, we're here today with uh, Rare from Calgary, Yo. Alberta. So, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How about you guys? Good. Yeah. Good, good. You know, it's summer. It's summer. Happy. Uh, it's nice to be able to go outside and not have to wear 15 layers to keep warm. Yeah. Like nice. summer weather. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I think just now, late this late in, in June, that I'm like not feeling that I have to still put on a bunch of layers, you know? I'm like, oh yeah, right. I can just wear shorts and go outside. <laughs> I still... Uh, I still bring two sweaters with me everywhere I go. I can't. Nice. <laughs> I was at work today, and uh, everyone looks at me, and they're like, "How are you wearing a hoodie?" I'm like, "Oh man, <laughs> just have it, right?" Yeah, it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. So uh, I hear that. Uh, I use that with everything. Yeah. So how's it going out there with? Uh training right now have you been uh training much this uh summer uh i actually had to cut my training back a bunch over the past uh year or so um just school i was trying really hard to uh i I was in electronics engineering cool and was just grinding away on it i actually just finished with honors and everything so i think it was a worthwhile trade-off so i'm just getting back into training now that's awesome yeah that's the thing like it's always easy to get back into it after right yeah i'm looking forward to being able to start moving again and whatnot and it's probably a good time because i think a lot of people who weren't in school (laughs) cut back on their training a lot over this last year too (laughs) yeah i heard that i've I've seen a lot of people taking advantage of the covid quarantine lockdown and getting lots of training in which is good to see yeah yeah, it was a good time to work on uh, a fitness aspect of, of it for sure. It's like strength training, like crazy. <laughs> I've never been a big fan of that. No, no I'm lazy. No, how I'm do you lazy. train? <laughs> I like, to... do, you, do you do calisthenics or what, like uh, maybe a simple stretch at home? Or uh, I I did tend to when I was like actively training hard, I used to stretch daily. Mm. Um, that was kind of the main thing, but. I just do parkour, and that would tend to keep me fit enough, you know. Yeah. Uh, working at a gym tends to help because I'm there so often. I'm often like pushing myself a lot more, so that's keeping fairly fit, you know. Probably probably could have done some calisthenics, but I was too lazy too. I just wasn't my kind of bad thing. <laughs> you know, though, even with training calisthenics, as soon as you like transition back to parkour, like you're getting sore and all different spots again mm-hmm. and it is working your body different like mm-hmm. if just by doing parkour you're gonna get in sick shape you know <laughs> yeah yeah I was, I was in real good shape before i took that break for school now i've you know, gained like 15 pounds i got <laughs> people are talking about the covid belly i definitely got one yeah. <laughs> it's the honors belly <laughs> deserved it <laughs> So let's uh, go back in time here a little bit uh, for, you know, your your intro to parkour. Mm-hmm. Uh, how old were you when you got into it? Uh, oh, man. 
my memory ain't great, but I think it was about a decade ago. I was like 15 or 16. I started with Brody. Like, uh, okay, Brody yeah. was one of the big causes of cool. my training. Um, I didn't have the most self-confidence when I first started. And uh, I met Brody and I thought he was super cool. Mm. And I remember just basically doing anything he did. So he was like, <laughs> you know, we're going out to do parkour. I'm like, oh, I've never heard of this. What is it? And he's like, oh, it's where you climb and jump on stuff. And I just straight up lied to him. Like, oh, I already do that too. Here, let me come along. I think it was like a year and a half before I like actually realized I'm like, oh, actually, this is fun. And I actually enjoy this. This isn't just because it's him. Right. Uh, yeah. I was going to say me and him had a rivalry, but I think it was just me. I think I just had a rivalry (laughs) where I was always like competing with him and trying to do stuff. And then I think it was like four years in when I finally hit a jump that uh, he just couldn't commit to that day. I think he crushed it the next day, went back and like did it no problem. But I finally beat him to a jump or something. And it was like, okay, (laughs) I can finally move past this and like enjoy it. So yeah, about a decade I've been practicing. So Wow. Sweet. He, uh, Brody tricked you into it, hey? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can say that. Did you, uh, did you play any sports before that then? Like when, when you were younger? Uh, were you not really. Anything? I was a pretty cowardly kid. I used to sit on my skateboard and push myself around because I didn't want to stand on it. <laughs> uh, the kids in the cul-de-sac used, like, that I grew up in used to set up ramps and stuff and go off it on their bikes. I think I went off at once, crashed, and was like, I'm not going off that thing again. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's too scary. Uh, I did I did do a little bit of martial arts when I was younger, like karate and stuff, but mm. um, it was when I was really young, so it wasn't yeah. huge wow. informative. That's really solid then, because uh, you've uh, done some pretty crazy tricks oh, yeah. in, in, in your time. <laughs> so for having uh, not much of a, of a, you know, kind of athletic background, that's... I mean, it says a lot, I guess, about your ability, but about parkour training in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm blessed with a quick uptick. You know, I I pick things up easily, mm. relatively so, at least. Yeah. You know, <laughs> um, I was uh, looking over your Instagram. And it's it's quite a thing. So I um, but yeah, um, I I seen you. I think maybe for the first time in Calgary for parkour competition and. Uh, I went back. You were there for a West Coast Parkour Championship, right? Yeah, yeah, it was so yeah, solid to meet everyone. That was so cool. And were you at um, Empire opening? I can't remember. Uh, I believe so. Yes. Okay. Cool. Right. I um, think I did you? Me up pretty good at Empire. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think a couple of people did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. But uh, did you like sprain your ankle? I think you wrote in your post, or you fractured it. Sorry. How do you deal with your injuries when you get them like that? Like, do you... Um, I don't think I... Uh, oh, I had fractured my heel at the heel. West Coast. Yeah. Um, that one was a little rough. Uh, you can actually see when it happens. I do the rise full off the box in the middle that's, of the line. Yeah. And I just, I was wearing really thin shoes and that's, it's essentially concrete landing. So I just went a little too heel side. I was actually going for a 720 and then... Like, I wanted to rise double full, and I'd, like, practiced it a bunch, and then I set for it, and it just didn't feel right. So I was like, oh, I'm going to pull it early. But I over-rotated because of that, so I landed heels mm-hmm. hard. I got through a couple more, like, moves in the line, and then, like, I just, it hurt too much. I was like, I'm out. I'm like, I can't 
keep jumping. Yeah. Uh, wow. It was like two weeks of me working on ladders before I realized it was like fractured before I was like, I can't stand anymore. Like it's so painful. I went to the doctor and they're like, get off your foot. And we're going to, or we're going to strap you into boot and make it so you can't like work anymore. Like, okay, I'll get off my feet for a bit. Yeah. Uh, not even my worst injury, but um, how do I deal with them? Uh, yeah, like, do you go to a chiropractor, that, like some kind of person, that, or a uh, massage therapist, or uh, do you get some uh, kind of needles put in your foot? Or No, no, I tried and trued uh, R&R, rest and relaxation, you know? Nice. I think you're the mm-hmm. first person that we've talked to that just actually back off for a while. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Relatively so. Some of my other injuries, I didn't do that. Yeah. Uh, when I was 16, or oh, maybe I was like 17. Anyways, I was pretty young. Uh, I, I ended up crushing T11 in my back. Oh, shit. I was doing Ooh. an angel drop, and I practiced them the night before like 50 times, had them nailed in, rock solid. I was like, good at them. And then the next day I showed up and somebody else was doing it and I had a ego back then. Not to say I don't now, but I definitely had a bigger one back then. I, like, oh, I can do it better. Oh my God, I'm going to go show off. So um, I like kick my shoes off and up the wall, give like a little hello, hey, and like set for it. And my feet just slide down the wall from the sweat of my shoes. And I land like right on my neck. Oh shit, man. And I fold in half. I had like teeth oh. on my hip from where my hips hit me in the face. Uh, um, yeah, it, it was rough. I ended up just laying there for a couple minutes because it winded me so hard. No doubt. And then got up and said, well, that sucked. I'll see you guys tomorrow. And then like went home. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like three days later, I realized I was like, I couldn't go to school or anything. So I was like, okay, I guess I got to go to the hospital now. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, yeah, you broke your back. That's kind of really bad. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> So they strapped Three me to a back later? brace that like locked ah. me straight up and down. They're like, okay, go lay down for a couple months. Wow. So I did. Um, yeah, and then I didn't rebuild any strength after that. And I ended up tearing my meniscus and MCL in my right knee. Not even doing anything crazy, just like standing up. I like <laughs> went from like full squat position to like try and That's squat it. jump. And yeah. it just tore. Wow. Um, and then that I had to have surgically repaired. Oh, man. And that one I actually waited out. And then from then on, I was a lot more respectful with my injuries. I was like, okay, we got to take this a little more seriously. Yeah. Things go bad if you don't take good care. Yeah. It's crazy. Hey, how just a couple little things or not, not being active for a few months. Hey, and body's like, nope, not, not going to do that today. <laughs> yeah. I think it was almost five or six months I was like stuck in bed. So. Like, I could get up and move as long as the brace was on, but, like, I had to spend most of my time, like, as flat as possible. Wow. Well, thanks for sharing that. Uh, dang. And you still do parkour after all that, huh? Yeah, I mean... That's wicked. I love it. It wasn't so much the parkour that did it to me. It was the ego. I, yeah. Like, yeah. anytime I'm, like... I don't think I've had anything worse than, like, a bruise or something training properly. It's only, like, when I'm not paying attention... Or I'm taking things for granted, or I'm trying to show off. Do I end up getting injured? So, mm-hmm. right, it's hard to blame the sport when I know it's my fault. Like my things that I'm bringing in anytime. You nailed it. Yeah. No, I feel the same way. My ego and my parkour try and get in the way, and then I have to 
go off to a spot and talk to my my brain to my body out loud and yeah. some people are like what's cool are you okay christy I mean, i'm just like yeah i'm trying to like get out of my head and communicate with my body you know like you're right yeah. The eagle. yeah it sometimes it's easier just to like say it out loud like yeah it's, yeah it it's, just makes more sense the it's so hard to like i don't know it's a big thing for me um mm-hmm. uh, i have uh really bad intrusive thoughts sometimes about certain things mm-hmm. and they're they sound super loud in my head and like overpowering and then when i take them out and say them out loud it, rationalize them a lot easier and it's a lot easier for them to say well that's actually a really terrible idea so we're not going to do that um, <laughs> yeah right on <laughs> but when they're just in here it's overpowering right. so um i definitely agree saying stuff out loud is a great way to deal with it so cool hmm. thanks for listening that's awesome so yeah. do you meditate as well or do you like um go deep into like uh like um <laughs> Newer, I can't even think of the word right now. Um, I have to pause it, but uh, neuroscience? No, I'm not huge into that side. Okay. Um, I do some meditative activities, but it's not like a traditional sit and just like clear mind. Uh, ADHD and that is, that's a hard thing for me to do, to sit down with no like kind of stimulate, uh, mm-hmm. stimulus. Right, so, but I have my own little methods that I do of like uh, repetitive tasks and like things that don't require a full attention span. Um, but putting my full attention span into it and just allowing it to consume my whole mind mm-hmm. makes it a little bit easier. So those are my kind of meditative moments. Cool. Well, thanks for sharing all that. What was um, that. One of my sorry, one of my favorite ones is just really simple, small precisions and just drilling them out um like mm. not at height nothing just down low safe and just dr- drilling it was used to be one of my favorite meditative exercises so right because then you're just kind of moving but still yeah. focusing on the one thing yeah. yeah and if i mess up because my focus slips it's not a big deal right it's not like a life or death it's like at most a rolled ankle because i'm like barely off the ground so it was always my right. go-to like i just need a reset my head i'm just gonna drill some simple jumps so oh you know that's interesting that's so true you guys have any i'm actually currently um experiencing what you just said there like <laughs> just doing like um body length jumps like over and over and over and over and just focusing on the task and whatever the hell is going outside of my like environment like just this is where you are bring yourself present and that's all I want you to do right now is just how many times can you do this? How many times can you stick it? You know, how many times can you do a 180 and keep on drilling? But yeah, I'm glad I'm not the only one that takes meditation a, a little step further, you know? <laughs> yeah, it, it's the only way I can do it. Like, mm. I get about 30 seconds of sitting still before I like notice that my leg itches or my, like, <laughs> I hear some sound. I'm like, oh, what is that? And like, it pulls mm. me out of it. So. Mm. Yeah, I'm personally I'm more of one for like guided meditations where you, yeah. you have at least like sound or like the background music, mm-hmm. and little like bells to like. I love hey, it. It's been like ten minutes or whatever. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You know. Those are good. I might oh, have to look into those. Those sound pretty cool. Yeah, there's yes, yeah, you know, YouTube right has anything you could ever need on it. Yeah, and even on Spotify, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Yeah. If you want some, I'll send you some. 
Oh, I'd super appreciate that. Thank you. Okay, right on. Cool. <laughs> um, I asked this in the Brody's podcast, but what's your favorite movie? <laughs> favorite movie? Oh, it's always so hard for me. I'm not good at picking favorites anything. Like, oh, there's always like a couple. But, okay, what's uh, the most recent movie you've seen so far that you uh, really got into? Uh, I think one of my tried and true favorites, and it's also the most recently watched, is uh, Princess Mononoke. It's one of my favorite movies. Mm. It's by Studio Ghibli. Yeah, um, that's a good one. Beautiful. I don't film, know that one. And I just. Of it. It's on Netflix right now, so it's really? uh, pretty Is... easy to watch. Yeah, I fell asleep watching it last night. Again, <laughs> just reminding myself. It's been one of my favorites since I was young. So say it again. Uh, easy. Uh, Princess Mononoke. <laughs> Mononoke. Yeah, I think Netflix has almost all the studio uh, Ghibli or Ghibli. Is that how you say it? Right. Yeah, I have no idea. They have all of them. All the good ones. Spirit, Spirited Away. Spirited Away. The big one. <laughs> Nausicaa of the Valley of the Winds is also really good, too. But, yeah, Princess Mononoke has always been one of my favorite movies, and it, it still stands up. Like, it hasn't gone away. Uh, other ones I really like is I like Megamind. Uh, okay. Yeah. And Surf's Up, like the penguin surfing movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, or Rango, the lizard, like the Western with the uh, chameleon. Also yeah. fantastic. I like anim- animated movies a lot. Those are, uh, are those Pixar, Pixar movies, or is that? Uh, Pixar and DreamWorks. Yeah, right. <laughs> I feel like those um, Monsters Inc. is where it's at, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, Monsters Inc. is pretty good too. It's like a classic. Pretty funny, movie. Monsters Inc. Yeah. Uh, hard to deny that one. <laughs> how about for uh parkour movies mm. there's uh, like there's like a few really good ones and some really horrible ones <laughs> <laughs> well I'll, I'll give you a, i think my favorite like parkour specific movies um is anything with uh jackie chan oh yes um, but if it has to be like parkour parkour yeah. uh district b13 yeah, good for um, you. Classic. Uh, yeah. Uh, for least favorite is uh, I did not let, care for Brick Mansions. Oh, oh yeah. 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 They could have could have done a lot better. It was just There's a lot of Hollywood. Super Hollywood, like yeah. over like the grenade toss and stuff, and like oh man, I did not like it. <laughs> you know, even Ultimatum, like the the sequel to. Yeah. You know, District 13, like they they did some over the top stuff. Like, real parkour was good was good enough. You didn't yeah. have to add a ten ten story uh, roof drop in there. Yeah, well, <laughs> people just get bored of it for some reason. Perfect timing, both of you. Yeah. <laughs> um, if I anyone was listening, <laughs> they both took a sip of their drink <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> How about? Um, I know, obviously, Brody's big into video games and streaming. Are you into gaming as well? I play a decent amount of games. Me and Brody tend to play together. Uh, I got him hooked on Monster Hunter. Um, right, yeah. Which is one of my favorite games. And then uh, we actually originally bonded over our love for Legend of Zelda. That was kind of like one of the first things <laughs> that we kind of hit it off with. Um, I'm a fan. Still, 
of Legend uh, of Zelda. Oh, I just yeah, which one? They burnt favorite? me out. They burnt me out. I can't touch a game anymore. Um, <laughs> I like this parkour game that's coming out. I can't. I can't even think about it because I know I'm gonna be lost for days. <laughs> so I kind of stay away from. But yeah, go on. Sorry, that Legend <laughs> video game. Yeah, Legend of Zelda games. Uh, but Majora's Mask was always my favorite. Oh, of time first, yes! And everyone's so like, good. Ocarina of Time's the best, but oh, even yeah. with nostalgia value to Ocarina of Time, Majora's yes. Mask is still objectively better. I have to, like, yeah. say. <laughs> Do you disagree with me, Tom? I, I don't think I ever played uh, Such a big Majora's game. Mask, actually. I skipped a few there. Mm-hmm. But I did play, play Breath of the Wild, like the yeah. most more recent oh. one. Breath of the Wild I enjoyed. Uh, it was the open concept was a nice change, but I just didn't super get into the story. And like um, with Legend of Zelda games, it was always the story that dra- dragged me right. in, like feeling yeah. like it's important and like caring about all the characters and stuff and the uh, whole story as a whole. Whole story as a whole. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I guess all the other games are a lot more linear. Yeah. Right. They're more into that action adventure rather than like an open world RPG. So a little different take for that. Uh, yeah, it was a, it was a nice change up. I I definitely liked that they tried something different. And they already announced the next one. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Hopefully, I'm gonna uh, buy it. I'm a huge Nintendo fan. I play almost all their games, especially Smash Bros. Me and Brody play a ton of Smash Bros. together. <laughs> Yeah, that so you guys, fun game. you yeah. guys actually had like Smash Bros. nights at the gym, right? Really? Yeah, we used to host Smash Bros. tournaments and we'd do like youth comp and like adult comp. Um, That's so people cool. would come in and win prizes. Brody would buy an amiibo and like other stuff and bring it in for prizes. I'd come in and help him set it up and like stuff. And so we'd have like a parkour jam at the beginning uh, and then a couple workshops if people wanted and then a Smash Bros. tournament to end the night. It was. That's so awesome. How fun is that? I love that idea. Yeah. It was was really fun. Like, everyone always left saying how much they can't wait for the next one. Yeah, because it's just another way of, you know, connecting with people, right? Bringing everyone in for, you don't even have to move now, especially at the end of a day when you're, like, just exhausted. But video video games are the perfect... uh, tie-in for that <laughs> yeah that's pretty smart so who would win those all the time yeah uh, <laughs> well i'd like to say i won all of them all of them. <laughs> um but i did win a good uh, fair share i have a shelf of like little random prizes that i've won and stuff uh brody's one of the few people that can like consistently beat me I don't, i'm not like a world level competitor right like top tier but of our group of friends i'm often the one who's like winning got a few combos memorized <laughs> yeah, you uh, what's your character uh see i play a bunch of different ones my main yeah. is though is we fit trainer um i just really like the moveset <laughs> it's weird and you can do all kinds of goofy stuff with it um, <laughs> nobody expects someone to be good at we fit trainer so yeah, it's no a doubt. fantastic little toss-up <laughs> Why? Why are you picking them? What the? Yeah, or Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff's tons of fun. Too. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Jigglypuff. That's fun. Are you uh, following the, like the story game 
much? Is that something uh, you're gonna gonna get? I haven't been. Um, I'm interested in seeing it once it's done, but I haven't been following the progress much. Yeah, I still have to like figure out Discord. Uh, I'm <laughs> just just too behind on on that. Yeah. Uh, Pony Boys has a Discord. If you ever want to join us, we. Uh, both Brody and Jay have their streams up through it, so you can like see mm. what's going on with them. And then there's people always playing games together in our chats and channels and posting their latest projects and whatnot of like art or um, videos they're putting together and stuff. It's been a really good collective kind of achievement. So check yeah. out the Pody Boys Discord if you're ever interested. Put that in the Sweet. show notes. Yeah, that's yeah, that's going in there. <laughs> uh. So you guys as a group are kind of branching out from parkour a little bit then, hey? Yeah, we decided to be more of a creative collective. Right. Um, lots of us are doing just different things. Like Jovi has his uh, Grins brand. Uh, Josh is getting into acting as well as also has his own brand. I think it's just called Doey or Josh or um, it's... Man, I, w- I wasn't thinking about talking about it, so I didn't, like, <laughs> memorize it. And mm-hmm. I have the memory of a goldfish, so... <laughs> uh, Josh has his own line. Uh, Jay is doing his own uh, stuff with False Peak as well, um, and he's doing lots of photography. Brody's has his YouTube channel up and running, and um, I am doing shit all at the moment, but I hope to be <laughs> taking back up into it. Uh, I, yeah, I just finished my schooling, so I'm going to be making little electronic gadgets and trying to come up with some cool parkour-related electronics. Sick. Brilliant. Watch this be the only mention of it ever on the internet. <laughs> yeah. <ever. laughs> yeah. And then you'll be a huge success, and I'll be like, I know that guy! <laughs> yeah, it's just... Uh, it's Now that you put it out there, it's going to happen. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping this will cause some accountability. You know, I'll be like, oh, I said it. Now I have to do it. You gotta um, yeah, follow through. Are you uh, moving out to Vancouver as well? Yes, I am. Yeah. Oh, nice. And what's your time frame for that? Like uh, before uh, October or after? I think same time as uh, Brody. So September, oh. October is when we're trying to get out there. Um, I got a bit of money put away. Not like yeah. a crazy amount, but enough that I should be able to get myself out there and mm-hmm. get started and start trying to make it. Well, all the best. I know you will. Thank you. Yeah. I have high hopes. Having uh, all the other guys out there, too, just like already kind of having a support network a little bit. That always helps. Yeah, it'll be real Mm -hmm. nice. Until until you guys do something too crazy and burn your place down. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Uh, Brody and Jay uh, and I used to live together. Um, mm. we didn't burn anything down. I mean we almost burned things down that's not true we burned this like giant minion statue we tossed it in a fire and it created like a 30 foot pillar of flame and almost <laughs> on fire it was pretty bad so you might be you know, right that, that I, might be a I was just area. joking when <laughs> I said that right <laughs> oh. um yeah, I I got a question. Yeah. Um you said you haven't been training much lately, but what are, what are you wanting to get in the near future or what are you training on like 
to your uh, next thing. Yeah. So I've been skateboarding a decent amount. I saw um, that. Yeah, props. It's, it's been fun kind of picking up a skill where I'm not having to do like super high level stuff to still be pushing myself forward. So it's nice kind of resetting back at the beginning. Um, but I'm looking forward to get back into tricking and stuff. Mm-hmm. I had a couple big moves and well, big ish, big for me, um, moves and tricking. Like I had the wrapped up full, um, nice. and, like, uh, cork swing cork and <laughs> touchdown swing, uh, double cork. And I want to be able to do all of those. Wow. Again. So that's going to be my next goal is get those three again. Cause those were my kind of like ones that I was like, Holy shit. I did that. Yeah. Um, so, you know what, that kind of leads me into my next thing. Um, I was, like I said, I was watching your Instagram, and you're a sweet tricker, and there's not a lot of <laughs> trickers out there, but you definitely pull it off, and I really like it when you wore the baggy pants. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I really did. It's kind of yeah. the old old school Russian-style parkour training. It looks great. So if you want to bring it back, I'll, you know. Thanks. <laughs> oh, I've actually been getting into more kind of tech wear. i got to find some stuff that's more flexible in the hip area so I can get some movement going but mm. um yeah i like mixing it up i struggle with having the Why same not? style all the time mm-hmm. so some days it's baggy pants days some days it's shorts some days it's skin tight uh jeans you know yeah <laughs> i get it i you just as long as you can like move in it type of yeah, that's uh, my, person that's my only requirement is i gotta make sure yeah. I can move. as soon as i start me, me feeling too. like i can't step properly i start panicking <laughs> I used to have to, like, anytime we went camping anywhere, I used to have to make sure I slept with the sleeping bag undone because I couldn't, as soon as like, my legs couldn't, like, move more than a couple feet apart, I was, like, panicking. <laughs> In the same way, I can't, it's like, if anything's restrictive at all, I'm like, ah, get it off. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so, yeah, you got into parkour, like, 16-ish. When did you start tricking? Uh, mm. Actually... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I learned corkscrews um, 2013-ish around then, I think. I learned corks. Uh, I saw it, somebody do it. I was like, I need to know that trick. Like, it's cool. so cool. Um, and then I had that one, like, in the bag as, like, one of my go-to tricks, like, all the time. Um, basically, I knew if I could land something, like, two feet on the ground, I could every time go Makako into cork. So it was in my mm. go-to like extend combo kind of motion. Right. Um, and then I forget where, but I saw something about like actual tricking and like seeing all the combos and swing throughs. And I was like, that is the coolest shit. They don't, they only touch one foot to the ground. I need to learn that. And so I kind of dabbled in it every now and then. Um, in Majora's Mask, you could do like aerials over gaps and stuff. <laughs> I was like, okay, I really want to learn how to aerial. So I like, <sighs> put a lot of time into that. Um, and then Brody learned butterfly twists. I was like, those are kind of sick. So I mm. learned them. And I realized I spun the other way, so I learned them the other way and <laughs> lost the original way. Um, that always then, sucks when you realize you got to twist the other way. <laughs> well, it's actually come in handy. There's been a couple times where uh, I think it was like my NAPC submission a while ago. I did this huge side flip gap. Um, and I was like going forward and like face first towards the ground. I managed to just accidentally B twist on my opposite side and land <laughs> feet first. And was just like, oh, sweet. That looked like it was on purpose, I bet. And, no uh, doubt. Uh, totally. So that was pretty handy. Wow. 
And then Style had a lot of inspiration from a couple of Japanese trickers. Um, mm. They have some really cool movements. Uh, yeah, they've, it's really taken off there, I feel like, in the last couple of years. Yeah, I think it's always been a little bit larger there. Just, uh, But definitely the past couple of years, it's blown up. Yeah. It's been super inspiring to see. I mean, yeah, there's like things. I mean, when I started tricking, right? If I would have seen those back then, would have like my brain might have actually exploded because <laughs> they'd be considered impossible, right? Like even yeah. now, seeing seeing the stuff that people can do with tricking, like or in tricking, I should say, is uh, it's so next level. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't think I'll ever go to that point. I just don't like have the drive to push to those. But you know, I'd All like right. to have some like clean looking movement that just feels nice and floats well. Yeah, yeah. I'd be happy with that. That that would yeah. be beautiful. Oh, I think yeah. that's where the tricking comes in with just a little bit of that and makes it the line looks so much smoother, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely yeah. gives you a different uh sense of uh like your air awareness your proprioception it's good to combine i feel like it's good and good to combine in with uh parkour you know especially yeah, you, never, it, you never know when you'll get in an awkward position uh biggest thing it taught me was how to wait for something because that was something i never used to do in parkour i'd like land something and try and go right into the next thing but the big thing with tricking is sometimes you have to like you catch with one foot and your other legs behind you and you have to wait for it to swing up in front of you before you huck the next trick and right it's, it's not long it's like half a second but pausing for half a second and waiting like that and like getting a yeah. rhythm going is something i struggled super hard with at the beginning mm. and tricking definitely forced me to learn that because tricks yeah. just don't work unless you do like you have to wait so yeah did you do you find that when you're you're tricking then you feel like you have to slow yourself down a lot like you're oh, trying to go like too quick uh, at the beginning definitely um i still do probably when I get back into it, it's probably something I'm going to have to reteach myself again. But uh, when I was going hard there, um, I had it like just, it was just working. I had, I had right. the flow state with it. So, oh man, that's awesome. That's it's hard. That's hard to get into with anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I always wished I picked up a little bit more tricking, but uh, we only have one tricker really in our community besides your brother, Tom. <laughs> but, uh, uh when I was getting started, I was pretty much doing it alone. Like there's mm -hmm. one or two trickers, other trickers in Calgary when I was like first getting started. There you go. But they were just doing their own thing in other places, and we never had time to meet up. So it was always just solo training. Anytime I was doing it, um, took me a while to get anywhere. Especially with the kicks, my hips did not like the motion of getting the legs up for the kicks, and I pulled my groin like more than half a dozen times like <laughs> trying to figure it out before i realized that if you just turn your hips over you can use your hip flexor instead of your like yeah brain, and all of a sudden it was way easier and i was like oh shit this is huge change that's uh so good at least i'm i'm not the only one. <laughs> oh yeah no like honestly probably like eight or nine times i pulled it before i finally figured out like how to do it somewhat decently yeah there, there's like uh 540s 540 kicks were a big one yeah and like at the end of every session just like groin is strained <laughs> and then like after three years of 
training it, you realize, oh, I got to turn my hips more. Yeah. And it never happens again. Yeah. <laughs> that is exactly how it goes. Yeah. At least now, uh, I think uh, tutorials and everything are a little bit better now, so people can, like, skip a lot of that, a lot of steps now. <laughs> That's one thing I really like about uh, Bob Reese's tutorials, if you ever watch oh, them. It comes yeah. with a lot of progression He's on, like, best. how to work up to something, not just a, this is what the move is, here's the motion, try it. Like, mm. it, like actually gives you exercises and stuff to work on, and yeah. it's really useful. So I I'm really happy with the way the parkour community is starting to, like, release better tutorials it's been a good change yeah he oh, yeah. um he has a paypal i believe and every time i actually get a trick off of his off i how many times i bookmark his tricks and yeah. he has his own little folder in instagram <laughs> <laughs> things to work on you know bob reese <laughs> great i always donate when i get the trick i'm like here you go here's like 50 bucks you know whatever <laughs> And, you know, like, he doesn't have to, but I really appreciate because I'm, who am I going to learn off of besides, like, you know, hiring somebody? But let's talk about that community. How, how do you find the parkour community amongst anything else that you've uh, experienced? Or is it strong for you? Or is it, like, um, just your little niche of friends, the Pody Boys? Or um, We tend to, to be, pretty, like, I don't know. Like I, like I said, I've been out of it for about a year. Mm. I haven't really been around, but um the parkour community used to be very very tight in calgary but that's because it was only a handful of people um and then we had two gyms and i think mm -hmm. that put a bit of a split in it people were going to one gym and then the other gym and um like there was no like competitiveness or anything and it wasn't us versus them or anything it just uh, you just weren't as tight-knit with people from the other gym because you just don't see them you didn't train with them right, right. so it was almost felt like going on a jam to somewhere else, but it was happening like so often, like often enough that you didn't, you didn't feel the excitement of, Oh my God. Yeah. It's these guys. Like I haven't seen them in a year and a half. Um, but also not close enough that you're like, Oh, Hey, like I saw you yesterday. You still working on that trick. Like it's, um, it was an awkward middle ground. Right. Interesting. But, I think it was really good though because we got so many more people into parkour by having two gyms in like two opposite ends of the city we were able to like get so much more of people to like come in and try it and uh the calgary community definitely got a lot larger because we had to for a while there right. good cool and and you coached at uh at those gyms right were you specifically yep. at one location uh i worked coaching? mostly at the north one because i was closer but i were i coached at both mm -hmm. i definitely did both now, when you were uh, coaching there, did you uh, like have troubles with getting students to transition into more of like the community side, where they would go come out to like outdoor jams? Oh yeah, big time. Um, so one thing that I think Breathe does quite well is we target a younger audience. We get lots of kids, um, and most kids only think of parkour as in the gym so it was yeah. really hard trying to convince them to go outside or whatnot and like come try one of the community jams we mm -hmm. had sunday jams for like four years straight of like every sunday someone was practicing oh. outside assuming the weather was holding up right um we're trying to get them back going but it's a bit harder was that yeah. like a like an actual like a breathe 
hardcore like class or just like community? No, it was just community. Sunday. We were just running. Okay. Love it. Um. Oh yeah, we did, we did have a decent amount of struggle trying to convince people to come out and join us and actually yeah. train and see what parkour is like not covered in pads. Yeah. That's an interesting thing, hey, because I know obviously when you started and myself, um, there was no other choice. Like you were training outside or, or you weren't training. <laughs> right? Uh, like... <laughs> kind of. There was a facility when I first started. Um, it had like just opened up. It was like one of the first gyms. It was called No Limits. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was small, like um, very small. They had like two lanes of spring uh not even spring floor it was like foam blocks underneath a f- foam floor oh, so it like yeah. gave a little bit of spring yeah and like had they had a single mat and like two or three bars to swing from and that was like the entire space um right but we definitely learned a bunch in there but we'd go out and practice outside because we always like we always saw it as something to boost our outdoor training not like yeah training in itself. that's right yeah, yeah. um but yeah, nowadays it seems like lots of people are practicing in just a gym. And I'm not saying that's wrong. It's just definitely different from what I grew up with, mm-hmm. yeah. what I started with. Well, yeah, the g- gyms now, is, I mean, especially Breathe, right? Like, you guys have always had, like, the best gyms out there. At least I oh, thought so. You. I thought so, You know, too. so, like, you Sweet. could, like, you could stay in there and pretty much, All day. yeah, always be happy, you know? Like, there's, like, always something. Yeah, we're def- we're on our third iteration of a gym now. So we had the original north one, then we had our south one, and now we just uh, rebuilt the north one in another section of the facility. So it's like entirely different now. Right. Um, so you guys are gonna have to make a trip back out here eventually. Oh, I know. Oh yeah, know. we'll bring the crew. We'll bring everyone. I want to get out there. Yeah, all this talk just makes me just want to get in the car and drive west. <laughs> yeah, we could uh, we could be there in about fourteen hours. Fourteen hours <laughs> oh, count right now. Just I mean, that'll get here just in time for Saturday, hey? Like, get here yeah. Friday night, <laughs> take a nap, yeah, up, train all weekend. Oh, <laughs> don't tempt us, <laughs> man. So yeah, gyms. Um, did you have any input on designs then over? those iterations uh, the original one um so matt is the owner of breathe he approached the parkour community um and was like hey like what do you want in a gym let's like design us your ideal gym like mm-hmm. what do you want in it? we built this like two-story structure of uh descending uh like two levels of scaffolding where you're like some of the bars are like 16 feet in the air and this massive foam pit and like two different <laughs> floors and like I, th- I think it would have been like three or four hundred thousand dollars like we we went nuts with it but he took the design and was like okay this section's doable this section's doable this section's doable and then i got hired on right at the beginning of breathe so cool. i was actually in there helping them build it and put it together and stuff and i'm not uh, our buddy mike uh I think you you guys yeah. know Mike. I don't know yeah. why I'm saying that. Oh. Um, he took a big role in designing it, and he really just kind of found his stride with it. So we kind of left all the designs to him from then on. But like right each on. of us coming awesome. like in with a little yeah. bit of input, we're like, oh yeah, we like this idea. 
Here you go, Mike. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> Where can we put this? Yeah. <laughs> but it's like ninety percent Mike from now, like nowadays. So. Yeah, he was in the previous podcast. Um, he, yeah. I talked with him afterwards and or, and during the podcast, and it's just great, like the input that he put in, like, and he had three D models and all that stuff. Oh and, yeah, yeah. We yeah. were all on SketchUp and like struggling to use it and he was the only one who's like okay i'm gonna master this thing yeah that's great you're like the pony boys as a community uh, as a team has really got their niche into different little things that make it like all click together you know what i mean like everything everyone has their purpose kind of thing besides just training yeah yeah i mean i think my purpose is just training but yeah. hey at least somebody's <laughs> got to have that role so <laughs> So with you guys, uh, or all, or most of you going out to Vancouver soon, are we going to ever see a Duke Jam again? Uh, I'm not really sure. Mm. Um, are you guys going to was... take over Origins? Just hijack it? <laughs> That'd be kind of fun, maybe. Yeah. Maybe we'll, <laughs> just... maybe we'll make the drive back to Calgary for the weekend, host a Duke Jam here or something. Uh We'll just we'll call that TBD. I won't say yeah. no. I won't say yes. We'll just say TBD. <laughs> All right. So no breaking news here for any listeners. <laughs> uh, sadly, no. Get some kind of secret out of you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking at uh, stuff here, filling in space by continuing to talk. Um, I know I do the same. I was just skimming through the notes as well, and uh, oh, got some good stuff. Well, speaking of Duke Jam, uh, uh, hosting competitions was always part of that. That was, I think, probably the first speed speed course I've I've ever done was at a Duke was at Duke Jam a couple of years back. Yeah. Um, how how important do you think competitions are to growing parkour? Um, that's a really good question, actually. Uh, I uh, think I... one of the main ways you can draw people into the sport is with a competitive edge. It lets people kind of see what it's about and uh, gives people goals that helps them kind of get into the community. And once they're in it, it's much easier to get people to stick around. But that initial task of getting people into the community is really hard. And I think that's where competition can like really help. Um, one thing we tried to do with dupe is like our founding thought with uh, dupe competitions was it was supposed to be the friendliest competition you've ever been in. It was meant to be like super upbeat and supportive and like enjoyable for everyone. Uh, I'm <laughs> glad uh, definitely times where it got stressful. Cause um, I was in charge of setting up the style competition a lot of the times and like, planning that out and like uh organizing judges and like areas and like how it's going to be run and it would always be like okay i have this idea this is how it's going to go this is how it's going to go i'm trying to explain it to people and like they're just not getting it and i'm like it'll be fine once you see it and then like i'm trying to do it and i'm like oh wow it's not fine when you're seeing it like it's still (laughs) not working so um yeah we tried really hard to make sure it was like enjoyable and fun and inclusive as possible. Um, one thing we really liked from uh, we got from Origins was the jam style, like 
qualifiers. Mm. Right. Ours, I felt, was close to what we wanted, but not quite. But uh, one thing we really wanted was it to feel like a jam. Like you're just going out, hanging out with your buddies, trying stuff, like cheering each other on. Um, cool. And our, our qualifiers weren't quite that. It was a lot of people just competitively fighting for space, trying to show off their best stuff. And um, mm. But we, we were close. I think we were doing pretty good there. And then COVID delayed our next Duke jam. And now yeah. right. it's kind of just resting in purgatory. So... <laughs> <laughs> So do you think uh, companies then, uh, you know, either parkour teams or whatever should have that as a like focus of m- kind of marketing or gearing competitions towards kind of muggle viewership? Do you think uh, that's a necessary part or can we keep it relatively or should should we keep it a little tight, tighter knit? I think it depends on like what you're looking for. Are you looking to have like parkour become the next big thing like there's like like skateboarding is or are you do you guys like keeping it as it is now nice tight-knit community because like the more people you invite in the like the more popular it's going to be the more job opportunities the more like that kind of stuff yeah more people in the harder it is to keep it tight-knit you know it's it's a tricky uh balance hey that is there's always the trade-off never thought of it but I, I would think it seems to be the natural progression just to keep making it bigger and bigger, even though it'll lose um, probably some... I mean, parkour's already lost so much of its original influence, right? Yeah. It's not even the same thing anymore, really, from, from back in the Yamakaze days. No doubt. Yeah, right. So I think it'll probably continue in that yeah. trend. Which would be really sick to see, honestly, right? Like if uh, this is some actual pro hardcore athletes. That's all they did. Yeah. I, I made, made a lot of money. <laughs> I'm not against it either direction. It's I see merits in both sides. I just... Um, I feel like the more competitive we get, the more we're going to see it shift towards that kind of main light. But the we lose bits of that like community sense when we do. Mm. But... When we keep it gated off and like quiet, then we don't get more people coming in and getting to experience what we have. And um, these super skilled athletes, like, uh, God, I'm so out of the loop lately. Um, all these top level guys, we'll just we'll just leave it. Yeah. So I'm not like, shouting, killing anybody here. Yeah. Um, all these top level guys are deserving of far more than they get, and. I, yeah. It sucks to see them not getting it because parkour is such a I agree. niche thing. It's it's true as far as athleticism and just skill, dedication to something. Like right. the top athletes are, they're so they are really deserving of of more than they're getting. Right. You know, like, like I like to think of it a lot in like comparison to like traditional Olympic sports, like high jump and stuff. Like these high jumpers coming in, they practice on the exact same setup every time. They always have their thing, and it's all about just hitting this one jump as good as possible. And like parkour <laughs> athletes have to be as good as possible, but also be adaptable to any kind of situation. Because you go to the next competition and they get throw an entirely different thing at you, and you just you're expected to be able to just do that too. So right. uh, 
yeah. athleticism within the parkour community is just beyond what I see in other, like lots of other sports. Not all of them, but like a lot of other ones. It's just a different yeah. kind of strength. I mean, you can see that too in parkour. Like competitions is pretty crazy. Like a speed course, right? You have like maybe you get to prep on it a little bit. Yeah. But if you were, had that same setup every competition, imagine how fast you could go through it. Right? Like oh, yeah. you did it a hundred times. Everyone would find the exact same route and would all be taking it and like um this is the most efficient way and it would just <laughs> come down to how well can you hit that route. Um so and I kind of really like that yeah. it's different every time because then everyone yeah. has their own thoughts on it and like someone gets really creative and finds a way to shave a crap ton of time off the time. And then you just have the other person who's just massive legs, tall as hell, <laughs> over the course, basically. Yeah. You know? um, so it's always good. To, I, it's one of my favorite things to watch in the speed competitions is the different routes that everyone finds and takes. And I like when there's the opportunity for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, NAPC is always, like, so fun to watch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you actually, you went to, uh, like, the qualifiers for one, right, you said? Oh, yeah, yeah. I that tried. Was, I was... That was a few oh, years back? Vastly, uh, like, underperformed. <laughs> I did not do well. Uh, I competed in the style, and I think I was pretty close to placing. I think I was, like, one or two spots out. Oh, wow. I made a, I had a couple big stumbles in my line i think my line idea was solid and then i just do what i always do i like think about it in my head i'm like yeah i can do that i can do that i can do that i'm good i'm not gonna like tire myself out when i should go and just practice it and drill it um so i I definitely lost some stuff there and then the skill challenge that i was also interested in because i did fairly good in the west coast qualifier like that was in calgary right i was like you know maybe i do have some like skill levels and then all the challenges were just way too big for me. I was like, oh, I'm not uh, this skilled. <laughs> These are massive. I don't know what I thought. Like, um, But it was great fun. I had a good time doing it. There was like a single lache pre that I knew I could do. Oh, my hands were just sweating like crazy. And I could <laughs> not get them to stop. So I tried this thing. Like, I'm like, you know what? If I do anything today, I want this. Like, this is the one thing that I like. I kind of forgot about the qualifier. I was like, I'm not even going to try and collect points anymore. I just want to get this. I yeah. couldn't do it. Like my hands just kept <laughs> slipping right as I'd like set for the power for it. I'd feel them yeah. start to go and I'd just bail out. You know what? You plucked that out of my head. I was just thinking about it. And then you said it. And I was just like, what? As if he's talking about the same thing I'm thinking about. I remember that. I was watching. It was just like, are you going to get it? It was so good. I was a fan of yours at that point, right? <laughs> and then it's between you and Mike. You and Mike are going over each other. Like one would go, you would go, he would go, you'd yeah. go, kind of thing. It was just I just wanted to see it happen. It was just <laughs> uh, the last day pre was actually the reason why I took gold in the the, the West Coast like regional. Good was, for you. It was the I was the only one who got the last day pre. Like yeah. everyone else had like got every other challenge like the full way. I love when you do your stick. You do that side, that that stick like that. It's great. It's awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I got lucky that that challenge was designed after my challenge. I was the only person in the gym that had done it. And they're like, that's a really good challenge. We're going to take it. Um, and then I got really lucky. That was the awesome. Factor, so. Yeah. That's cool. Right. Yes. 
Actually, yeah, I think there was um, at Empire's opening they had a skill competition, and I believe there was yeah. uh, some bar lache thing that a lot of people weren't getting, and then I think you did it, and you told everyone the trick how to do it, and then it was like a lineup of people afterwards. <laughs> That's awesome. Getting this. Uh... Yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah. That's great. Uh, I do remember I was I was doing pretty damn well at the Empire skill comp too. I think I was in like second place in the qualifier there was just like one challenge i couldn't get like i flashed like ha- more than half of them and i was like crushed wow. and i was feeling good and then i did this box jump and i just don't have much like raw up power like mm. um like i'm pretty good with technique generally generally yeah. pretty good um, yeah. but power is definitely where i'm lacking so i go for this just box jump and one of my toes slip off the ledge because oh like, no my knees are in my armpits as i'm yeah. doing it, trying to get my feet onto this edge to be able to do it and, uh, I smashed my knee. You can see it in our, wow. uh, like the Pody BTS. Um, and I looked like I had a golf ball under the skin. <laughs> oh, underneath my knee. Like it was just massive. Yeah. So I had to drop out before the finals. But Oh, uh, damn. Oh, dang. That's what happened. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. I think I remember that one jump. That was a high, high box yeah. jump. You had to go box jump into plyo four. Yeah. Yeah. Just barely making it up on top of the box i was like yeah. barely able to get my feet over it they're like now you gotta apply it <laughs> yeah I know a lot of people were like would get up there and then like couldn't transition into the bio because you're already maxed problem. those guys well, shout out to empire there for making like an impossible yeah. challenge <laughs> except ruben could do it like no problem too yeah yeah ruben was just like you just do this pop pop yeah right this is my specialty yeah okay. Sure, yeah, I'll just go ahead and do that then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just add a foot to my jump. Oh, man. Uh, we, have a, we have a question we often ask people at the gym uh, here. And it's like, if cutting off one of your fingers would add a foot of vert to your jump, how many fingers would you cut off? How many fingers <laughs> would you be willing to sacrifice for an extra foot of jump? Like, That's deep. Maybe like, like a quarter of my pinky for like an extra. Yeah. No, <laughs> get an extra know. three inches. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do it. Uh, I don't think I need my right ring finger at all. So I was like, I'd, I'll yeah. take <laughs> for the right ring finger <laughs> or the right pinky. One of them. I'd, I'd ditch it. Like no problem, no questions asked. Um, the problem yeah. is, you do that, and then there's still like a thousand people that could jump another foot further. I don't know, a foot of vert <laughs> on top of what I was already at. I think I might be pushing top level at that point. Like, Yeah. How many fingers would you cut off? Ten a feet. foot is a lot. Like, that's <laughs> huge. That's substantial. That's a huge difference. <laughs> oh, man. That's like that. You could be a pro, uh, pro basketball player at that point. Oh, yeah. Make yeah. a lot more than parkour money. <laughs> good point you gotta catch the ball with your hands though yeah you just can't dribble properly <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't need this finger to be able to dribble I'd be fine uh, yeah you could you could actually do it if you did that you could like yeah. ball, right? you yeah. could. Literally have how many fingers, fingers are you ditching <laughs> um, four, four so four that, that's huge <laughs> so you give me enough time to extra think about four it. foot you're yeah. Doubling your jump. And you can just never do a climb up ever again. 
I think I did two finger climb ups before. I think I've done that. Uh, your rock climbing skills would be awesome. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh man. Oh man, I laughed a lot during this. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> back to questions. Um, did we already t- talk about your favorite move? Um, uh, did eh? No, I don't think so. Um, favorite move to I do? Think, I think I got kind of three for three different reasons. Like my dream trick is, uh, if you've seen it, is the shuriken. It's like a double cork with your um, jumping leg out straight. So it's like a he- triple right. heel kick as you do with this cork. Cool. Yeah. Beautiful looking. I love it. I, dream trick would be able to pull those. Um, yeah. That would be wild. I still have like... <laughs> eight progressions to go like eight prerequisite tricks i need to learn to be able to get to it um not to mention just a massive amount more leg power to be able to pull off uh, so shuriken would definitely be my dream trick uh my my like go-to favorite one is i often just do regular quirks i like yeah. corkscrews they're easy for me always have been mm. um or uh wraps i like wrap fulls a lot they've i learned them entirely by accident i was doing hard fulls <laughs> And just one of my feet missed the ground and it happened to pull behind me and it just oh, whipped cool. me around. I was like, oh, that felt really cool. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, that's a that's a rat full. I'm like, sweet. I'm going to do my this move. on purpose from now on. Yeah. Uh, and then my other one was uh, bar precisions. Um, mm. I really did not trust my body at the beginning. Um, flips weren't too bad because we had something soft and I could just kind of whip over my head and like, crash onto something soft but bar precision took control and that one took me a yes. long time to get over the fear of and uh it was one of the things that i actually had to like progress to like it was yeah. one of the first things that i had to progress to i couldn't just go for and make it work somehow so it was a big big accomplishment for me it was the first time i hit a bar pre like a, higher than my head and i was like wow. okay that was a that was a huge step yeah those are very satisfying when you get them but yeah that's so scary especially it's like is your shoe good you know you gotta make sure right yeah. oh, yeah. off, the bar is good shoes and like yeah all the, the doubts bar and test it and look down and yeah test the edge and then back overshoot up and look at yeah it, do it again like every time oh my god so i like it's sketchier outside it, you know it's not a controlled setting gotta go check the bar clean it off <laughs> oh yeah i used to carry a spare shirt in my bag so i could like pull it over the bar and then wipe it down so it wasn't a layer of dust nice. that's like the, the one that. piece of piece of equipment parkour people need is just like a towel yeah. <laughs> just to wipe things off <laughs> um i saw on your instagram that you uh do you play piano or have played piano uh I like picking up random skills. So, okay, what are your like, other I hobbies? Can play a, I can play a couple songs on guitar. I can play a couple songs on piano. Yeah. Um, I can. I know how to do a couple like fancy yo-yo tricks. Oh yeah, uh, me too. Have you guys ever seen Diablo or Diabolos, whatever they're called? Like the oh yeah, two cups that sit on a string. Oh yeah, you do Diablo strings. I, I can do a. I can yeah. do a couple of those tricks. Oh, good for um, you! Like poinge stuff like that. 
uh, I can spin a staff basically. I can yeah. it like sword spinning as well. Cool. Um, basically, anytime I see somebody do something cool in front of me, <laughs> and I like try it and I'm not good at, I like take it home and practice it for a, just enough time that if someone who doesn't do it looks at me doing it, they're like, "Oh, you know what you're doing," and I'm like, "Okay." Then <laughs> <Yeah. I'll> do it. <laughs> just oh, just, just like learn the bait, like uh, slightly above the base, I'd say. Yeah, just enough yeah. <laughs> that someone who doesn't know it into thinking I do. Uh, I shoot a bow. I can like throw knives. Like, oh, nice. but like I could not hit an exact target or like yeah, yeah. hunt anything with a bow, but I can make it look like I know what I'm doing. So that's good enough. You know what though? That's good though. Kind of get that jack of all trades because yeah. like after that point in learning, it's just like exponentially harder, right? Like <laughs> same with parkour. Right. Like you can learn. The essentials pretty quick, but after that, <laughs> you just got to spend the rest of your life trying. Yeah, yeah. It, that's why I've been really into skateboarding lately. Is cool because I'm just at that beginning point where I've like learned the basics, and now I'm like getting into like just the first couple tricks, like uh, trying to learn heel flips. I'm like consistently getting the board around, but like I miss the board every time, or like I land on the board, but I'm like just under rotating it so it like lands on its side and spins out and stuff so it's been a real good humbling experience to be back at the beginning again yeah how do you do you feel that uh, skateboarding makes you more confident with your precisions at all mm. uh sort of actually um mm. the other way around though mm. uh, Precision and stuff made me feel way more comfortable on the board. I was trying to do this uh, 50-50 down this like rail, and I could not figure out how to get my board. Like I had all these solid, yeah. I could just not figure out how to land it where I wanted it. And uh, my buddy just mentioned, he's like, just think of it like a side flip precision. And all of a sudden, I nailed it like every time, solid. Because um, huh. it's very, very similar, and it was ridiculous that I just had to just change the mindset. Cool. Wow. Yeah, I, I have last summer I found my old skateboard, yeah. started tr trying it too. And uh, yeah, that's like, it's weird having something that shaky yeah. under your it's feet. Did, it's made me a lot more solid in committing. Like, if I'm going yeah. for something, I'm going for it. If I'm not, then bail out early, which is nice. Right. I think if I get in, if, if I actually got into it, I'd have to be like, all geared up pads on everything yeah. <laughs> yeah, my big fear is landing on my knees oh. damage over the years i don't think i i think i have one more good knee hit in yeah. before they're just like done one more so, yeah i get one more redo and then then it's over i think so gotta be careful advice do some top fives yeah let's do it <laughs> top fives well uh oh go ahead tom well, I was just going to say, I know you said you haven't been, like, keeping current with, uh, like, athletes and all the top yeah. athletes and stuff. But it doesn't have to be current, so we'll still try this. Your top five. Okay, when, when I was training. Yeah. Top fives? Okay. Your top five athletes uh, for people who inspired you or, you know, just like to watch. Ter terrible question for me because I'm so <laughs> indecisive about these things and I watch so many. <laughs> so I'm going to try and just do it like real quick. The first names that come to my head. First up is uh, uh, Daryl Stingley, Wavezilla. Yeah. 
fantastic. Just, um, I just love the way he moves. Mm. Um, solid as hell. Yeah, which actually a uh, little shout out to him. He's like got his own strike movement shoes now, right? Yeah. Oh no way! Yeah, he got his oh. uh, name on them, I think. Oh wow! I'm gonna have to check that out after this. Huh. Uh. Then next would probably be uh, Jeff Garrido. I hope I said his last name right. Um, me and him hit it off in LA, and I was just having such a great time chilling with him. He's such a solid guy. Uh, his brother too, Jerry. Um pair of them are great just uh jeff definitely posts more and shows more of his athletics off cool i like that uh then uh renee damley also just she's got a really good flow to her i really like her kind of like pacing through movement um i always found her really inspiring yeah good call really good athlete yeah and then, how many is that? How many? How many am I at before I have to keep going here? Is that three or four? Three? Is that three? <laughs> That's three. Ah, oh, shit. You're say three. <laughs> three. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll just put Pody Boys in general. I get super inspired by my right. teammates. Yeah. Um, they they always push me in good ways and like help me like work through things when I'm getting stuck. So those guys are always a good one. We'll put those as one though, so I'm not yeah. <laughs> coughing out picking them is it uh and then yeah i'm just i'm just looking through some names here mm-hmm. uh they don't post so much lately or maybe they have been i really haven't been paying attention oh, that's <laughs> awful. you guys brought me onto a parkour co- podcast and i like haven't done anything parkour related in ages um <laughs> Okay, but, the world's uh, been weird for the last year. Yeah, so <laughs> the Lotus Ninjas. Um, oh, those guys have been uh, were a huge influence on me as well. I really liked watching them, and uh, when I met them when I was in LA, they we just hit it off, and we were having a grand time. And cool, um, just the wow. way they move and seem to push each other, and like just seem to genuinely enjoy. It's just something you gotta love. So big fan. Right. Cool, thanks. Right on. There's probably a 15 or 16 more names I could drop. Like uh, yeah. Ellie High is a, another big one. Mm. She's yeah good influence on my movement. I really like watching her. Uh, uh, Christine Dietrich um, loved her like yeah. uh, recovery through injuries and stuff. Like mm. her dedication is hugely inspiring. Um, Tam with a cam, also oh, yeah. big. Yeah. Like, yeah. Love yeah. She's great. Uh, man, like, I could just keep going. I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no, no, that's great. I, I, I was gonna keep that going. was awesome. Too many, too many rare. You broke the rules. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're cutting this off here now. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will uh, go on to your top five training places, though. Yeah. Either places you places. have trained or maybe even want to just want to train at. Okay. Uh, number one was definitely uh, I like my gym, Breathe Parkour. Like it's a yeah. classic. Uh, it's just so much fun, especially the new facility. Like I love this new one so much. Our like setup with lots of the stuff is great. And, um, so tempting. Where I've done yeah. so much stuff with the community and stuff. So that's a good one. Uh, next one is probably. Century Gardens here in Calgary. Mm-hmm. Um, a big 
brutalist style like architecture park uh lots of concrete ledges and stuff definitely right pushed myself they just finished renovating it so hopefully a bunch of it's still there but like they opened it up like i think last week or earlier mm-hmm. this week actually they just finally took down all the construction mm-hmm. fences so i'm looking forward to going and exploring it and seeing how much of it survived the renovation yeah nice fresh uh, spot yeah yeah it'll be good then I think at the university in Boulder was really good fun. I had a great time when I was there. Uh, I think that's where it is. I might be mixing it up with somewhere else, but um, that was a good place. And then just Missoula as a whole, those guys, oh, yeah. like the community out there. Um, I think that's unparalleled movement. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, but those guys are great and just hanging out with them and moving. I'm just going to say that whole place, the whole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's funny hey uh, like missoula like kind of a smaller town yeah kind of seems like a, in the middle of nowhere a little bit hey yeah Just a killer killer spot yeah so yeah, rare. Yeah. always so much fun going out there so yeah. that's probably one of the things i miss most about parkour community and stuff it was it's fool's jam i miss fool's jam <laughs> I, I yeah i Kind of a regret. I wish wish I could have gone to one of those. Yeah. I mean, hopefully they start back up as everything opens up again. We can get some good parkour jams going again. Yeah. Maybe there'll be some new ones that are yeah. kind of have that similar energy to it. But Yeah. Let's hope. Let's hope. It'll happen. You know, we, it wasn't that long ago when there were no parkour gyms at all, right? So oh, Correct. <laughs> I think that's four, I just said. Yeah. Four. Uh, five, I'll pick uh i liked origins too origins has a real good setup yeah um it was also like the first time we left calgary to do parkour and like like really went somewhere and did something we went to origins and it just it felt grand like we were on a different scale than just the local facility so has some good memories with it yeah it looks like a really good spot yeah i want to go there one time myself too Tom, have you been there? Uh, have I? Yeah. Uh, no, but I actually may get the chance in August, as long as uh, plans or the world doesn't fall back apart. Oh. <laughs> as long as there's cool. not some super variant. Yeah, no, or uh, uh, <laughs> asteroid. Yeah, or <laughs> there's an asteroid level event. You for- uh, for jinxing us, there's an asteroid. <laughs> yeah, well, is directly you know, once they your jinx, I have the inside to just let everyone know. <laughs> just, just kidding, JK. Um, all right, and then the next one is uh, top five parkour brands and or teams. Okay, well, kind I'm gonna be a bit that. selfish here and put my team on top, Pody Boys. Of course, yeah, do. Uh, we have some clothes. Uh, we put a lot of effort into like picking like our styles and our like uh, lost boys line is mm. really good for urban exploration. We chose a lot of like design details specifically for that. Um, I don't have it on me right now, but uh, we have like thumb holes through I it. I saw so that. You keep your hands covered, yeah. uh, but we have them on the wrong side and everyone's like, it's on the wrong side, but you do that. So when you twist the sleeve, it pulls it tight around your arm. And oh, keeps it, so you don't cool. have any baggy things catching. And ah. I was like, this is weird, but no, we did it on purpose. We're keeping oh, it tight. Oh. So things don't move. <laughs> 
I did um, see the slim fitting, and then uh, the sweater has like a built-in buff in it. Yeah. Uh, and then we did masks before COVID. We did masks like a year before COVID was even yeah. a thing. Um, just for like a dust filter and keeping your like a little bit more anonymity. Yeah, I got a pink one. Right. And I butchered that word, but yeah. Oh, you got one of the pink ones. Nice. <laughs> Oh, thank you for supporting us. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna put us top because uh, I love my friends so much, and they put so much effort into it. And uh, I helped a bit with our first initial line with some of the logo work and like doing some of the design work there. And I haven't been as directly involved in the past couple, so I do not feel it is just ego saying, "Oh yeah, it's us." No, I'm, like, <laughs> no, really no, super proud see of my the growth for what they've done with it and stuff. Uh, next uh, I'm I like uh, the Empire guys a lot get along super well it's always good to go out there yeah supportive of us and so we try and always be supportive back and not even just that they they do quality stuff so it's always good to try and support them um, teams and brands store stores up there they're always yeah. pushing the sport board and putting it in the public eye mm-hmm. yeah you know it's hard not to talk about them. Yeah. And then. Oh, yeah, I man. Think, uh, I think store is like, it's like my favorite TV show now. Same here. You know? yeah. <laughs> like the yeah. weekly episodes. Just... Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Modus Projects is another one you have to like have on your list. Just mm-hmm. game changers. Yeah. They're really good. Yeah. Uh, and just. Like Giles' energy and like whole everything he does with the company is just you can't deny that. Like the you got you got to add him to the list. Yeah, uh, I think that's four. So man, yeah. these things are so hard for me because yeah, <laughs> like list everybody, but I have to just go down to five. So I often just pick the first ones that come to mind. Um, while you're thinking of that. Uh... Shout out to the Modus projects, right? With their uh, Soul Destroyer is uh, now available for download and half price if anyone hasn't watched it. Oh, highly man. recommend that. Yeah, it's it was really so good. good. Yeah. Uh, also, the like was it the director's cut or whatever, no behind yes. the scenes or like making of. Yes. Yeah, that was so good too. I really enjoyed. It. I think I enjoyed that more than Soul Destroyer. So <laughs> Soul Destroyer was great, but I just loved watching them like all like. I really liked the whole training aspects of it and the building up to everything yeah. and seeing all the behind the scenes so i was a, like that a lot i think a lot of parkour people would uh, probably appreciate that even more yeah it's like man. the relatable like knowing what the process is yeah it was like a skateboarding video you know like you see them go hit the same move every time and then they get the fisheye out and then that's a whole line for them too right so it's the same yeah. thing like with the modus eh? it's a really good style uh last brand team like i kind of already talked about them these might be one of my favorite like athletes and stuff but we'll toss lotus ninjas in there again they were they were doing some good stuff i enjoy them i want to make sure they still get some support so is that uh still a group now yeah Yeah. that's a group all right i'll have to follow them i hope so oh god like i'm I'm going off a year's like yeah yeah. so this is all Based off a year ago. Let's right, see I when their last post first, like, was. Oh, June first. 
Tom's checking it out. <laughs> first part still of our training session uh, next week is that I'm going to be back into it for the first time again. Awesome. Like I can't wait. A couple months, so. Yeah, I can't. Uh, you'll have to post some stuff up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Check That's it out. always been my worst thing. I'm, like, so bad at filming. Oh, me too. Yeah. I never want to think anything I do is worth filming. And then if I'm thinking it's fun and I'm just doing it for fun and I can film and just post what I'm enjoying, I don't think about filming it till I'm already done it. And then I'm like, well, now yeah. I just have to go back mm-hmm. and do it. So. Same here. Yeah, it's just got to, like, so be nice when everyone can just have drones that follow them. You don't have to think about it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I like that idea. Oh, my God. <laughs> years away still maybe a couple years away yeah maybe a couple uh, more before i can even afford the drone so yeah. <laughs> you'll think of it yeah <laughs> i'll work on it i'll work the, on it the pody drone okay. oh, <laughs> you heard it here first <laughs> uh, predictions here uh, predictions on this podcast okay well we'll move on to our last section here uh, which is the sage advice Sage advice. Yeah, so for right. piece of advice, anything really, any situation, someone new to parkour, maybe someone who's been in, in it a while, uh, maybe even a long time. This, this one goes to everyone. Go to therapy. Um, that's my <laughs> advice. That's No, that's great. Uh, I say that to everyone I, I, I know too. Dealt with a lot of emotional trauma along the way, yeah. and that definitely impeded my training more than any kind of physical aspect. So. Fucking A. Yeah. If your brain ain't fully right if you're not feeling yourself like a hundred percent go to therapy who knows maybe they'll you'll come in and they'll be like nah you know we think you're good you know you probably don't need us go anyways yeah <laughs> yeah no i then agree you just with get that. confirmation that you're doing good you know you so know that that's my sage advice go to therapy <laughs> no that's 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 really awesome um i'm surprised that you're saying that because not a lot of people would want to admit something like that but i agree um therapy for everyone even if you don't think that there's anything going on still you know just talking to someone that's not biased and just asks yeah. questions it's it's i think it was breakthrough for me so um good advice yeah yo. like <laughs> that's uh especially in a like parkour i'd say a lot more than other activities is so so mental yeah there's so much to deal with right your own fears of things i'd always say parkour is a good one 90 percent in your head the physical aspects actually like most of the stuff isn't crazy difficult it's just difficult mentally convincing yourself to go for it right yeah absolutely Um, give me goosebumps i mean yeah if you're like (laughs) even in somewhat decent shape what the things you're physically capable of are like it's you're limited by your mind for sure oh yeah the mind limits far more than the body so unlocking it is great uh parkour definitely helped me along the way a lot too but there were some things that it just it, it, it couldn't help me through with in my head so therapy is my sage advice go see somebody who knows how the brain works and can help mm-hmm. you like like Go go read the user's manual on this shit. Like, like, <laughs> that's what I was talking about neuroscience earlier. That's why I couldn't spit it out because um, I've done a lot of that getting into my head with like on all sorts of levels. Like, but yeah, um, wonderful. Um, 
you may have not known this, but I, I'm a big fan of yours. So when you get out there and train, um, I'll be double tapping that shit for sure. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> now, now I feel like, now I feel like. Don't, I don't, whatever you do. Just so I can do it. No, no, no. <laughs> so I I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, there's no, a lot of us out here. people who actually want to see, that makes me want to post. No, can, like, I don't no feel pressure. Obligated. Now, I feel no pressure. now I feel good about it. So I'll make sure I, I'll make sure I put something out. Yeah. Everyone needs that. That assurance sometimes that yes people actually want to see your movement <laughs> yeah. um i guess we'll uh wrap it here um for the people listening or watching uh this what's the best place to uh follow you at or i mean the see, only thing that i'm stuff. personally on is my insta pody rare um so if you don't know how to spell it think of like the word air and then put an r in front of it that's rare. <laughs> yeah. um, um, so Putty Rare or uh, PuttyBoys.com has links to all our stuff and uh, our Discord and our clothing and like everything. It should all be on PuttyBoys.com. So. Sweet. And for anyone listening, watching, I will include that in the descriptions wherever you're, <laughs> you know, viewing this. Look, it's probably below somewhere. Scroll down. Uh, <laughs> okay, then... Uh, yeah, thanks for coming on, Rare. It's been awesome catching up with you. It's been a while. Yeah, it has been. Uh, thanks for the invite. It was a pleasure to be here. Yeah, Rare, will you come? A good time. Uh, will you come back another time? Yeah, if you guys invite me back, I'll come. Okay, back. cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, um, and you, of course, you and I, I mean everyone from everywhere come to Winnipeg at some point. You know, we get to train, oh, yeah. train here with you guys. I to get out there eventually. It's please. Uh, just monetary reasons is the only reason I haven't. Yeah, yeah. Yet, so. <laughs> we Once, get yeah. it. We get it. Once now that travel's looking like it's opening back up and everything, so mm-hmm. cool. Do it. All right then. Uh... All right. Thanks we'll for having you. me. Thanks everyone yeah. for listening. See you guys around. Yeah. Bye everyone. Bye everyone. Bye.